0: Hi, this is Jeremy, and welcome to Tech Goose Ninja, a podcast where we dive into interesting, cool, or just plain old weird technology, providing a simple global perspective into this exciting world. Thanks for joining us this week. Now, let's jump right into it and meet the ninjas. Hey guys, what's going on? What's happening?
1: Not much. How's it going, Mark? Yeah. How's life
2: going well, man. Going well. Got my internet uh, all sorted out. I'm connected. I don't have to use my phone to connect to the internet anymore. It's a wonderful life. Dude, how long has it been? Uh since like, you know, mainlining internet? It's been a while. It, it, took, it yeah. took it took it <laughs> took like you know, 3 months at least. It feels like. I don't, I don't even remember anymore. It's a, it's a, all of, uh, just a blur of, of sad times it was so it was so traumatic that you kind of blocked it out huh i, I guess yeah it, it <laughs> felt like a lot longer now it feels like ancient history you know i don't even remember those days anymore i'm so past it did
3: they just <laughs> uh, they just recently discover mainline internet over there or
2: well yes uh <laughs> the, I, I, I the internet know, just man. arrived in australia
3: the internet just Wait,
0: arrived Mark, in are you living in the outback somewhere or are you living in like an urban center
2: it's it's not quite an urban center, but it's not quite Valpac either. It's uh, about um, you know 15 minutes away from one of the major tourist spots in uh, in Queensland, anyway, uh, sur- uh, Surfers Paradise. It's known as. Um, so you'd expect, you know, you'd expect internet. We we've got we've got Griffith. Mark, <laughs> g- let's literally, let's literally keep got, it moving, bro. Literally, got, <laughs> we need to
3: <laughs> introduce everybody else.
0: <laughs> Wait, wait, no, I want to
3: hear more about Australia, man. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm, I'm genuinely interested. So I'm assuming it's because surfers don't use internet. Uh, they just don't and hear are suffering? No,
2: surfers saying. are on their phones looking at weather updates constantly. Uh, they want to know what's happening in the ocean, and the only way they can know that without actually going to the ocean is by looking at their phone for weather updates, you know, wave updates, whatever the f*** those might be. So, you it's know. <laughs>
3: It's perfect for free basics, man. That's, that's exactly what free Just basics are. Just access to weather system Exactly. exactly. <laughs> exactly. To, for, for all the surfer bums that can't afford internet. It, precisely. Yeah, <laughs>
1: that what much. you <laughs> Yes. All right, so how's it going in London, guys, today? Jeremy, what's going on?
0: It's pretty miserable, as usual.
3: <laughs> it, it snowed for a bit last night. I was up uh, playing StarCraft in the wee hours in the morning around 5, and there were snowflakes uh, falling down. Uh, was this the first nothing. snow? Yeah, I, first no, I've seen. Yeah, but there was nothing in the morning, unfortunately. I was looking for. Oh, to go, it didn't no stick. Balls. It didn't stick. yep No, it didn't stick. I, I noticed just like your. Face. I, I
2: noticed that in the, in the, watching the football last night, uh, the, the Manchester City played Crystal Palace. So I guess in Manchester it was it was snowing, and quite a few of the oh, yeah. the substitutes seemed very reluctant to to come onto the field uh, in the second half because of the weather conditions,
3: <laughs> taking very long, Mate, taking <laughs> very long to take their tracksuits off. Yeah. Up north is... Up north is f***, man. There was, like, floods and shit before Christmas. Like, my sister had to evacuate a university in Lancaster because uh, the floods came in and destroyed the power uh, generators. And they had to, like, oh, basically vacute the entire thing. <laughs> so, yeah. It, the, up north is, like... It's basically like Game of Thrones. Like, the further north you go, the more f*** <laughs> The worse it gets. huh? Where, where do we draw the line for the wall? Like, what's past the wall, basically? Uh, just uh, everything past <laughs> the... North line, of London. <laughs> <it>. <laughs> Yo! <laughs> <laughs> Most of the country, basically. <laughs>
1: The uncivilized half all right fine <laughs> all right guys so we actually have a special guest today um i have arpita sitting next to me arpita say hi
4: hello everyone
1: what's Welcome. going on, what's going on?
4: Thank um
1: you. so so why don't you tell everybody like where you're from and uh how you ended up on this podcast
4: oh man that's a long story uh oh. I- so I'm from Canada. <laughs> keep it to under 30 <laughs> seconds
3: because we don't have I moved time. Here... Make it short. This 15-minute podcast.
4: <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll keep it. I'll keep it short.
3: Nice welcome, um, guys. So basically,
4: yeah, thanks. Uh, so I moved here in June. I actually arrived in Bangalore the day before Varun on the same flight. Yeah. Uh, and so I'm my cousin it. is married to his sister, so no. we all hung out on the next day. Yeah
1: can you imagine and we went
4: to see Russell Brand and we formed a bond because we both had accents
1: yeah true so true it was great and, and, and yeah. we just arrived yeah yeah we went to, dude he had a, a stand up comedy show and uh, it was an interesting experience to be honest Ar- Arvita actually got to go on stage with him and ask him a I question I did yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. It was well, he awesome invited pressure. me
4: to sit on his lap I declined whoa 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 this is not that sort of pet podcast this
3: <laughs> is <laughs> This is going down the the dick-in-the-box route right now. (laughs) (laughs) please. Yeah, so what did you ask him? Yeah.
4: Well, he started a story about the queen, and then he just got sidetracked, and he was, like, meeting the queen, and he was like, I had, like, a really bad idea, and I shouldn't have followed through with it. And then he just, like, went off on a tangent, and I really wanted to know what he was thinking. So when he asked for questions, I was like, what happened? And, and then and what did he say? Then, well he was thinking about pinching the queen's tit oh, uh, <laughs> the entire time he was uh, shaking her hand and he didn't do it thank god
3: wait what what's he the, wait pinching yeah. pinching by the way we might be banned in UK because of this by the way but let's just go <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean by pinching the queen's tit i think he just pinch- pinching pinching oh pinching pinching it was like F- no okay fine what yeah the that's
1: no, dude, a dude, it, was, it, was a, it was an interesting show. To, it was an interesting show. I mean, he, he got very, like, spiritual and very political and, like, I don't know. It, it, yeah. it, it wasn't, like, just jokes. Like, he was telling stories and, and about his life and about his experiences. And he, and his, like, love for Indian culture and, like, I don't know, Hinduism uh, and hippies. stuff like that. It was interesting. Yeah. Yeah, he knew his audience. Anyway, guys, <laughs> we are here today to talk about something Great. To be honest, I've been uh, pretty excited to have the opportunity to do a show about the legendary Star Wars saga, and specifically the tech within Star Wars. And I'm glad uh, all you I found a bunch of uh, Star Wars fans to do this with. So uh, why don't we jump right into it? Um, yeah. So I mean, th- there's been a lot of tech in Star Wars being a sci-fi franchise. And uh, yeah, we just want to talk about everything from like hyperdrives to like uh, lightsabers and uh, prosthetics, and apparently they there are solar powered spaceships in Star Wars, which uh, I learned after I started doing research into this topic. So I mean the <laughs> one of the first things I mean that's pretty uh, or th- that we see in in the Star Wars trilogy are prosthetics. So I mean we, we see this as early as uh, the first series, episode two, I believe. Luke gets his hand cut off, and then um, in a- in episode three. He, no, sorry. Oh, I was messing oh, him up. Man, oh man! No. episode four, I know. Episode five, five he got his hand cut off. <laughs> and then episode six, he comes out with a brand new hand, which looks very lifelike and real. So, I mean, prosthetics has been uh, all over the place in Star Wars, and uh,
0: but what have we got in real life? Real life prosthetics, yeah. like in Star Wars. He, he can actually feel like with the prosthetics right yeah but in real yeah, life you yeah, that, that level yet I mean the last the last prosthetic I saw in real life for a hand was at South by Southwest in 2015 and it was by a company called Eggsy um, these guys were a startup I think based in Japan and it was a 3D printed in fact um, prosthetic arm that um, allowed the user to adapt to different um, uses so there'd be a button on it and you'd press it once, and it would go into hand grip mode. You'd press it another time, and it would go into like pick up mode. And uh, so once you got it in the grip that you wanted, you you basically flex. So you sent the signal from your brain. It detected that, and it went into hand grip mode. For example, and it was pretty cool. I shook the guy's hand, and uh, it was uh, it was amazing.
4: Did he have a good grip?
0: Uh, yeah, it was pretty. It was reasonable. I mean, it obviously <laughs> felt like. Uh, like a glove. It was like you were shaking hands with someone with a <laughs> was, glove, basically. Okay. It was reasonable. Like uh, it, so, so it was. I mean. like
4: a tolerable handshake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: exactly. Exactly. Not going to win any awards, but then again, you know, prosthetic hands. It's pretty
1: good, good, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, but I mean, obviously, Star Wars being sci-fi. I mean, the prosthetics in Star Wars were essentially, and an, another hand for these guys, and it acted exactly the same. Luke was still the. Lightsaber wielding beast that he was before, <laughs> he lost his hand. So, so I think, or actually, I think he got better after he lost his hand. To be honest,
4: well, he was still training.
1: Yeah, he was more. Yeah, well, he was at that point. No, no, no. Hand but I.
0: Mode,
1: <laughs> no, so clearly we figured out Luke's secret to uh, defeating Darth Vader. It was his prosthetic arm. But that being said, Darth Vader is like pretty much all prosthetics, right? Yeah, he's
4: all machine. Yeah,
1: he's all machine. Oh man, well there goes that theory. <laughs> <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> <laughs> all right so moving on for prosthetics we'll uh, we'll talk about solar power technology in star wars and actually the imperial tie fighters the 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 wings of the tie fighters are apparently solar panels which uh allow it to it, well get energy to fly and shoot and do whatever it needs to do so i mean like w- which was something like that i had no idea about actually i'm wondering how many of you guys knew that these were solar panels
0: I thought it was just the
4: designs.
1: Oh, yeah a nice, i thought it was um... aesthetic too yeah interesting interesting and uh and we've actually seen and if you correct me if i'm wrong but i believe like that uh obi-wan's uh ship in the first uh i don't know obi-wan has a ship in the in like the prequels that has a solar sail or something that like moves it through space do you know what i'm talking about guys am i on the yes. right track. Yeah? yes i yeah, just rewatched does.
4: them yeah yeah yeah. nice it nice. like opens up five or six of these sails yeah
1: yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and yeah. then he flies through space right oh he's so using apparently,
3: photons as he's using photons to push the ship through space yeah essentially and uh i'm
1: actually wondering how much uh how real that is to be honest right now maybe we should well look it up i've heard, was, I've, uh,
3: I've, I've heard about solar sails yeah sure. yeah right they have existed. I, I, really I don't know exist. much about them but I've definitely heard about solar cells <laughs> uh,
1: Mark like, it, what's your take our expert in solar sail technology come on <laughs> <laughs> break it down for us bro <laughs> uh,
2: well, I was just reading about uh, the batteries that they actually use in these uh, uh, vessels that they send out that NASA sends out for you know long long distance uh, travel and they're powered by plutonium batteries Apparently, uh, solar wouldn't be strong enough, and other you know alternatives wouldn't be strong enough to actually propel them that far and for that long, or at a reasonable pace either. Oh, interesting! That's, wait, sort of wait. Stuff,
0: that's the sort of stuff we need in our mobile phones. None of this one <laughs> yes. day charge you know, rubbish. <laughs> yeah. plutonium, one, one plutonium, year, two years worth of charge.
3: Plutonium batteries in our pockets, right next to our crotches. That's exactly yeah. what I want. Uh, in my <laughs> Trust me, with the right marketing man, we'll sell it. I mean, I, I want to be sterile anyway. <laughs> to prepare, you know, who needs a vasectomy? Just have some uranium in your pocket. The, pr- the, pro- mm,
2: the problem, apparently, is that uh, plutonium-238, which is the, the isotope that w- is required for this uh, specific purpose, is a byproduct of uh, producing, uh, uh, I guess, plutonium for nuclear weapons. And since we've stopped really making nuclear weapons, we don't make uh, plutonium-238 anymore either. So apparently we're like running out of plutonium two thirty eight. That this is a thing like uh, we should be concerned about that we can't uh, said this <laughs> yet. what yeah. This was my 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 brief foray into researching this stuff. Uh, plutonium two thirty eight important. It might be two thirty nine, but I think it's two thirty eight. Pretty sure.
3: There you have it, guys. You might be sure. Yeah, might be sure. It's <laughs> <38. laughs> w- w-
2: what? What's one... Is it a pro- I think it would be a proton. What's one proton or one neutron between friends? Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> nothing. nothing. <laughs> For That's you, buddy, anything.
3: Give or take a few protons, we're pretty much we're there. Good. We're talking going. about... <laughs> Yeah, t- <laughs> talking about uh, solar cells, by the way, uh, just to remind me of something I read about uh, warp drives. So obviously, it's it's a speculative design at the moment, but NASA, I think it's, this was a few months ago maybe a year ago, NASA came up with a conceptual design for warp drives, and uh, oh, basically what it, yeah, so what it basically talked about was it would create like a warp bubble around the spaceship, and I, this is this is where it gets a bit fuzzy, but I think space moves around you rather than you moving in space and uh, you won't be traveling at the speed of light but you travel very very close to uh, if you go to their website there's quite a bit of information on that design and like the achievability of that and you know what the funniest thing is there's an episode of Futurama where (laughs) they're stuck somewhere (laughs) and the doctor basically tells Fry to fix it and uh, Fry was trying to make it go like from point A to point B and the doctor's like don't be stupid we don't move in space the space moves around us and uh, yeah so there you have it Well, if
1: uh, Futurama could uh, understand it, clearly we are all um, (laughs) on board with what you were talking about.
3: (laughs) Yeah. To to be fair, Futurama is written by, like, scientists. uh, So, you know, they probably have more facts than we do, in all honesty. Yeah, yeah,
1: no doubt, no doubt. No, but I I think this is a good transition to, like, uh, hyperspace in in Star Wars. And uh, the idea for uh, hyperspace uh, travel in Star Wars is to get from... Uh, one part of the universe to another part of the universe like very quickly i mean it uh light speed even yeah right. no faster light. than light right no, Yeah, i'm pretty know. sure it,
3: it is, it is light speed. like
4: we're we're going to light speed huh? Right? they go to
3: oh, light I speed, light Fine, speed was they go like the
0: theoretical yeah. limit here yeah,
3: yeah. guys, guys okay, it's okay, not guys, about sorry man it, it's not about the destination it's about the journey <laughs>
2: Yes. They they do seem to move right. extremely yeah. fast though in Star Wars. I don't I can't get a grasp of how big this galaxy is because people are shooting, you know, crazy weapons that are capable of destroying four planets at a time and the planets look to be you know, next door neighbors, and you're traveling from one spot to the next spot. You know, from scene to scene. I, I really don't understand how big or small this universe is.
1: Mark, hold on, wait. D- <laughs> does this mean that you've actually seen this movie? you saw the new one? I made,
2: yeah, yeah. I, I made the commitment uh, the other day. Uh, took my dad with me, and we spent the two and a half hours. Is it? But it, it wasn't poorly spent. Like I was, it was definitely above average. Uh, the movie above
1: yeah,
0: average. <laughs> You can tell I there agrees. are some real hardcore fans in this panel.
2: <laughs> oh man! Actually, yeah. The, okay. The, well, I'm the, glad the, you. The thing that surprised time, yeah. me is how low tech uh, Star Wars feels, while also feeling super high tech at the same time. Like, I don't think they have the internet in Star Wars. <laughs> I
4: would yeah. agree. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good yeah. point.
2: Wow, Ed. Yet they're capable. Bad, of, they're bad. capable of interstellar communication. Like, there's that that dude that's sitting in. Uh, the bar where they go and find the lightsaber um and and he's sitting there and he sees he sees them you know rock up into the bar and he gets on his walkie-talkie or whatever and informs the uh the the bad people like oh they're here you know just like that he doesn't even (laughs) you know there's no nothing he's just like it's on his mouth he just tells them it's amazing but then they far. have like
4: holograms too right which are how are they sending those signals is that something similar to the internet or
1: well maybe they have an internet mark i mean they, they i mean that's the way they send information they yeah they do send yeah. messages they can talk to each other they send holograms
0: but where is where is wikipedia how do they access <laughs> wikipedia <laughs>
1: <laughs> man yeah they, they are at a severe disadvantage in life guys they, they or maybe an media.
4: advantage. I don't know. They're not distracted by like looking at Facebook for hours.
1: Oh, they definitely don't have Facebook for Star has. Wars. Or Reddit.
4: <laughs> <Vader>. yeah, Reddit.
0: <laughs> I think if Reddit, if Reddit did exist in the Star Wars universe, then nobody would be blowing up any planets because all the all the geeks and guys would all be on Reddit just all day hammering through the different pages.
3: How many geeks did you see in Star Wars, Jeremy? <laughs> yeah,
4: you know, like, on the Death Star, these guys in their off time would just be going through, like, Tumblr threads all day.
2: Yeah, that's it.
1: That's it. <laughs> no, man, um, I I would love to see, like, Darth Vader's Facebook profile or something. <laughs> you know, like, his profile pic would be him, like, chucking up deuces with, like, uh, Luke Skywalker with a lightsaber or something. You know what I'm talking about?
2: Yeah, relationship you status would be Emo complicated, in always. His world? <laughs> 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 no, it's complicated. <laughs>
0: Luke's Luke's relationship status has got to be complicated. I mean, that thing with his system. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah,
4: <laughs> yeah.
0: You know, I mean, like
1: rewatching it, i like the, that incest theme was like, like surprising. Well, like watching it, it again up as a dumb. Right?
3: Yeah, yeah, they really did. It was. You, you it do was know that George. You do know that George Lucas said Star Wars is not about all the technology and all that stuff. It's all. It's a family soap opera. I mean, yeah, pretty much everyone disagrees with him on that one, but. It's meant to be all f***ed <laughs> up like that. That was his vision. From there oh, one. Really? First the queen, now incest. Guys, we're going to be <laughs> f***ed. No one's been listening to us. This is spiraling down. With
4: yeah. <laughs> or you never know, you'll have a huge audience outside of the UK.
1: <laughs> no, man. They're, 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 well, I, I think so far, like, I would say like, you guys would be our primary market of listeners.
4: Like the five Just of you doing this podcast together.
0: Brilliant. We'll produce it and listen to it.
1: <laughs> but that's about it all right all right guys the the next topic i want to uh or the next tech i want to talk on that is very prevalent in star wars are the robots and uh i mean two of the most iconic robots in the world r2d2 and c3po um, are huge parts of the story but like there are several different types of robots i guess in star wars you know they're the ones that like support humanity and act as like uh helpers and stuff like that and they're the ones that go and kill other people so i mean and and, and to be honest we uh, we, it we aren't that far point of away view. from like a wh- what do you mean like i mean that there, there are like who's killing people like which civil well, if, robot is if, killing if people
3: I, no no i'm just saying like whether the robots are good or bad depends upon if i want to kill you and my robot kills you the robot's doing good for me but f**k you
1: yeah, yeah, no, no, okay, okay. I I understand what you say, but but my point was that like certain robots are made in Star Wars to like help people, and certain robots like to to be like assistants, like yeah, C-3PO. Like yeah, like
4: yeah, protocol droid. would probably be too pleased about it in order to kill somebody, right?
1: No, yeah, okay. yeah. And they're the other set of droids that are like, yeah, the the ones with the force fields that like shoot lasers and that like are designed to kill Jedi's and stuff.
4: Destroyers. D-
1: Destroyers, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the one. Destroyers, yeah, yeah.
2: That's from the that's from the earlier films, yeah.
1: The the prequels, the prequels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Episode one, two, and three. Yeah, they had the new destroyer droids in there. Um. So I mean, I I I also just rewatched the movies, and uh, one of the things um, that like I noticed were like uh, C three PO and R two D two were like way cooler in the prequels than they were in the like original ones, and like chronologically that like doesn't make sense, you know? You know? You know? What I'm talking about guys.
0: Well, you know, the, the killing uh, droids in machines are basically equivalent to uh, our modern-day drones, effectively, although they don't have a face attached to them. And uh, also, in terms of the, the, the nicer robots, we've got uh, everyone's favourite now in the, the newest Star Wars film, BB-8. Mm-hmm. BB-8, you actually, yeah. You can actually buy a BB-8 robot droid and control it with your mobile phone.
3: Oh, really?
0: Yeah,
4: yeah. yeah. Oh, that's yeah, so cool. You can.
0: Available on Amazon now.
3: <laughs> 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 Disney, Disney, send a check to uh, London.
2: <laughs> it's in the mail.
3: It's in the mail. Yeah. So, like, this brings us to the whole artificial intelligence things and Skynet kind of scenario. You know, like, how smart will robots get, and uh, will they ever overthrow us? Type of thing. Because, fine, droids that have a single function is cool, but if you want helpers that can actually aid you in a daily life, kind of thing, you know, you need to make them. Sensible and self-learning to a certain extent, and there's a lot of people freaking out around the world about uh, AI kind of taking over and killing us. And I was reading this article about uh, the guys in Tufts University were designing a robot to say no, because as you know, humans are stupid, and if you give humans robots, they will ask them to do stupid stuff. And if robots are just completely, uh, you know, obedient to humans, they might end up doing some crazy shit. So as part of like countering that AI initiative. telling teaching robots when to say no for example if a robot's on a table and you're like keep walking and then it'll be like well the table ends and you're like no continue walking the robot will be like no this is not a good idea because it will either damage me or damage you type of stuff so we're making progress in that sense but what are your guys uh ide- like what is your point of view in the whole uh ai kind of thing and like how far do we push the robots because there's obviously like a a benefit uh to teaching them more but then then there's all these terminator like scenarios uh if we do well i yeah so i, I i've actually okay all right Mark. sorry yeah
2: no the, the the thought process of that skynet uh sort of scenario i think the more dangerous part is how few people will be able to control so many uh, auto, uh you know automated uh you know robots or whatever you want to call them mm-hmm. uh like i was uh, listening to uh elon musk the other day on bbc and he was talking about how you're going to have all these automated cars, you know, in the not too distant future on the road, and how many people are actually going to be sort of controlling them, you know, from a from above. It's going to be a few people, you know. It's not that's the more dangerous part, I think. You're giving a lot of control to a small group of people over a, you know just a lot of a lot of different things that are involved in our daily lives.
1: Well, I mean, I I think we're already at that stage. I mean, because you have, like, your Googles, your Apples that control all of our, like, personal data for the most... Facebooks that control all of our personal data. But, I mean, it becomes a lot more real when it's not just virtual data that they're controlling, but actual um, physical things that exist in the world. Yeah. To be honest, the the most of the research right now in artificial intelligence is around artificial intelligence that is meant to do a specific task, right? The, this, like, vision that we have of, like... Of a, of a near sentient or like a sentient being that that can do a, an actual uh, logical function like a human is is now termed artificial ge- general intelligence and And a lot of the uh, scientists and people that are in the artificial intelligence field right now um, are working on on specific um, things, you know, like uh, an artificial intelligence program that is that is uh, designed to decode the DNA sequence. Or an artificial intelligence program that is uh meant to do like voice recognition or pattern recognition, you know? It's like all very specific um use cases that people are researching into. So I think this like this like sentient being type vision, like we're like way, way, way uh like far away from that being a reality.
3: Yeah, but like I think even even we don't we're not posed uh a threat by just sentient things. So, like if you I can't remember what the paradox is called, but there is an example of why we need to kind of be smart about what we do with robots, because if we created a robot to be like your only objective is to create aluminium crates, right? And uh, it just starts creating aluminium crates, it starts mining aluminium, it gets uh, stuff sorted out, it creates more crates, it realizes that it's kind of not, there's no more aluminium left in India anymore, for example, it expands, it goes to America, starts mining aluminium, you know, destroys farmlands to find aluminium keeps on doing that until the entire f***ing planet because it's just creating more robots to create more aluminium ends up ravaging our culture as it is because it just does not stop because that's the directive we gave it and so right. like you could end up you can end up in a very hairy situation where the robot that was given a very simple instruction could just end up f***ing the world up because it was doing what it's told to do by its masters but in it in the process did not think about what the, the effect of its actions would be and essentially just end up destroying the world And then moving on to other planets to find more (laughs) aluminum to create crates. We'll just end up with a freaking universe It needs, like, an ethics, right?
4: Like, robots need to sort of be programmed with a certain sense of ethics, uh, which is, like, a whole other issue, right? How do you do that?
1: Yeah, Yeah, and 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 I mean, like, uh, autonomous cars are facing that right now. I mean, they Mm. have their ethical dilemmas um, that people are trying to figure out how to deal with. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, we are facing this right now, and... I, I'm I'm not sure how it's going to work out, but uh, yeah, I mean it's a real problem that people are, are dealing
2: with. But can we go so back I to mean, the benefits of on, robots? Oh. Can we go to the benefits of robots? I, I mean, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they they do a lot for us already in manufacturing and that kind of thing. Like, the, the, ro- ro- robots are you know ubiquitous in industry. I think uh, to a certain extent and uh, i think that hell that's great and uh, it can only get better i mean if if robots are going to help us do mundane tasks or dangerous tasks or difficult tasks i'm all for it personally I, and you can always stop a, a robot there's an on off switch on pretty much everything we design so i don't see why that would stop happening why would we not have on off switches on the aluminum mining uh, they... crazy robots <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: Well, it's like it's like Iron Man's suit, right? Iron Man's suit is a robot, but it's protected by EMPs, uh, against EMPs, sorry. Uh, so, technically, you could just say, like, shoot a mass- massive pulse of electromagnetic energy to a robot who works in electricity, and it will stop. But, you know, the first thing it probably would do is, like, I need to do what uh, Taneus told me, create more freaking crates. I'm going to protect myself from any foreign intervention. Interesting. Fair enough. Okay. All right, okay. guys. So, just don't build robots with EMPs, <laughs> uh, EMP protectors. Yeah. Well, right. they'll do it themselves. Problems. Actually, going going to Iron Man, we we're talking about pure robots. But what about the cooler side of this, where humans becoming cyborgs? Like, yeah, which we, is actually oh, another. The Borg.
1: Yeah, we we have a huge part. Well, cybernetics plays a huge part in yeah, Star yeah, yeah. Wars world. With uh, I mean, we are... what's that name? General Grievous. Oh yeah.
4: yeah. Wait, So is he an alien that is like mostly droid? I'm kind of confused. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. About yeah,
1: this. so apparently, okay. well, I I don't know if this is official Star Wars canon, but like. Yeah. Uh, apparently he was, he was just a normal alien who, well, he, he wasn't a normal alien. He was, uh, he was in like some army alien. or something. Okay. Yeah. No, no, but he wasn't like the, the dark side or anything yet. And then something happened and then his body gets destroyed at some point and then they like rebuild him. Kind of like Darth Vader. Like situation. Robocop. <laughs> or Robocop. <laughs> yeah. Man, you keep bringing in non-Star Wars. I'm sorry, characters I just like, in Star
4: Trek, so I am guilty of this as well.
3: <laughs>
1: guys we're gonna offend people oh sorry
3: what we are way past offending thing but uh, i mean o- honestly like not only like becoming one with the machine there's a lot of like uh exoskeletons that are, are out there at the moment that help people like with manufacturing even like the army that kind of gives them superhuman strengths like makes them jump high makes them lift like really really heavy shit uh type of stuff which is pretty cool if you think about it like in the is that real? Are yeah, are there yeah People yeah. doing this? Are you sure? Yeah, but like they're like exoskeletons, as in like they're massive things you step into. That's not like you know yeah. something's like, slick at the <laughs> like like a battle suit, you know? You know no, like no, no, mechs. Basically, you're talking about <laughs> mechs. Like, no, yeah. n- n- not like Halo <laughs> shit. I'm talking about like a little skeleton thing that you kind of step into, but like slimmer S- mech. Sl- <laughs> It's a
1: slim fit version, guys. Don't yeah, no, <laughs> you know, be trendy. Tailored <laughs> tailored fit.
3: But uh tailored I've always thought fit. about this. Like would would humans in the future, where we have all these awesome prosthetics, the prosthetics and stuff and whatnot, just be like, you know what, this hand I have right now, this biological handout is kinda shit. I want the new like MX five, which is like has all these cool functions to it with like vibrator motor. The whatever. new Mazda yeah. Miata? <laughs> is that what you're yeah. <laughs> yeah, like can you can you imagine like hundred years from now people are going to be like fuck this art to like you know my biological body I want to get this hand and this leg and I want to upgrade myself uh, with like d- bionic eyes and shit so that, like modular humanity
0: man, man. I pee yeah. that shit immediately immediately
2: well I mean uh, people <laughs> people jumped all 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 aboard for plastic surgery so why not
3: yeah. Mm.
2: Good point, guys. Good point. But there is actually there is actually a story, by the way, about exoskeletons uh, for paraplegics. Uh, it was supposed to mm. be sort of broadcast to the world during the World Cup in two thousand fourteen. Uh, it's a Brazilian scientist, and it is an exoskeleton, and uh, people, or his patients, were supposed to uh, kick a, a ball or whatever during one of the either the opening ceremony or closing ceremony or something. But it wasn't quite ready to be. Sort of put on display to the whole world, but it, the, that that technology is out there. It's, it's it is being worked on. Nice, nice. Um, okay, so I mean,
1: finally moving on. We, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I I, I want to talk about one of the most iconic uh, things and give this enough time. Um, so we're gonna skip a lot of the other uh, tech, but I mean, the other tech that exists are are like levitation technology um cloning has been there um force fields are pretty awesome um lasers laser of course yeah. laser beams yeah no doubt but the most iconic weapon i think in the uh sci-fi weapon in the last i don't know 50 60 years i don't know as long as i can think that of is enough. is the uh is the infamous
2: lightsaber
4: infamous infamous quite infamous okay
2: or maybe icon. i used the word wrong yeah <laughs> iconic let's go Jeez. with iconic. <laughs>
4: I- I iconic, it iconic,
2: iconic
1: lightsaber. Yeah. Okay, we'll we'll edit that out, guys. Okay, the iconic <laughs> lightsaber. Do not, do not
0: edit that out. Do not edit that out, Ruth. <laughs> Yeah, that needs to stay in, man. Yeah, definitely should stay. In. Okay, okay, but also you you gotta dis- you to discuss the force, man. That's like key. That's not tech Yeah, but but that's not technical. <laughs> well, technically it <laughs> is, it you know. Yeah.
1: All it right, was... Jeremy. Let's get into it, bro. What? How is the, the force philosophy tech?
0: of technology? Oh, for well, you, sake. well, you see, Elaborate, yes, please. technology <laughs> in its very, very base form is all about humanity's advancement. All right? Right. The force.
3: Stop, is a form of telekinetic power. to think about shit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just I'm saying it very slowly so that you understand the gravity of the situation. Because <laughs> the force is
2: a very serious thing. I, I imagine... I imagine <laughs> it's not something to be taken like I imagine lightly. Jeremy on a leather chair right now with, with a pipe, you know, just uh, in, his, in his mouth, you know, telling us about how this is happening. Go for it. Force us away. <laughs> that, that's <laughs> how London, life is in London.
0: London. <laughs> <That's-> <laughs> Yeah, we're all just sitting here with pipes on leather chairs. That's what I think. Yeah. And bowler hats. <laughs> okay, anyway, I
1: mean yeah, you wanna Alright, we're 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 gonna save you some embarrassment, Jeremy, and move on to the lightsaber.
0: Much appreciated guys, I was running out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so so what I wanna talk about actually is uh what it would take to build a lightsaber today. Um now, there is this, uh, well, I'm not going to take any credit for any of the research and it'll actually be fairly obvious that I didn't come up with this the moment <laughs> I start talking because it's like, it's some pretty smart stuff. <laughs> um, but there, there's a Japanese scientist. Um, I for, what is his name? I, I forget his name. Anyway, it'll, it'll come to me. That actually went around the world and he, he's, a, he's a scientist working for Um, or he's in some new New York university and he connected with all these physicists around the world to figure out like what it would take to build a lightsaber today. Now, the first thing he did was try to define what a lightsaber was, right? So, or certain characteristics or certain features that he needed to have in his real lightsaber so that it could pass off as being a lightsaber. So one of the things was it, it has a three foot blade. Um, but I mean, lightsabers in star Wars varied in size, but for his, thought experiment it was a three foot blade um the blade needs to cut through almost anything and when it, it needs to uh, repel other lasers or other uh, other lightsabers or laser beam shots now um he got like pretty close um and the the way he worked it out was actually like super interesting so the, the first thing he did was went and researched the most obvious uh, um, field, which was lasers. So he he went and looked at lasers, but, I mean, as we all know, um, lasers are essentially a beam of photons which don't stop after three feet, and when they interact with each other, they don't bounce off each other. They just go straight through. So clearly, lasers wasn't the answer, right? Um, so then he actually went and looked, but, before he went away from lasers, he talked about there actually being... Um, some Some labs where they have actually slowed down photons by passing it through certain gases, so I mean theoretically it might be possible at some point to like stop a photon but uh but they because they have like slowed it down um don't ask me the details I have no no clue what i 'm talking about i'm just uh paraphrasing what this guy was uh, what's the guy's research is, but uh, essentially yeah, I mean you can slow down photons so, theoretically you could stop them in the future, but even if you could stop it at three feet um it, it would still go right through another uh, beam of uh, laser light which which kind of defeats the purpose so so he went on and actually looked at uh, plasma now for those of you that don't know plasma is the fourth state of an element it's essentially uh, when the element gets so much energy in it that the electrons um, I don't know like move away from the protons you know they, they aren't like connected to the protons as tightly So it gives. So it's a state of uh, of matter that is extremely high energy. Now, plasma does exist today in in like blow torches and like welding equipment and stuff like that. We have worked with it. So um, what what this uh, Japanese scientist did was uh, he he actually found that you can control the shape of plasma using electromagnetic fields. So, theoretically, if you could get a plasma beam, right, or a, a beam of plasma, and uh, controlled with electro- electromagnetic fields, you could kind of shape it into a three-foot blade. Now, <clears> the <throat> next problem was, how do you create an electromagnetic field in this, like, area of plasma? So, what they did was, uh, he found some ceramics that could, uh, could deal with the heat that the plasma creates... And you would put an electromagnetic coil through it and then essentially you could wrap this plasma around the ceramic. So, if you envision what you have right now is, is a base with, with where ceramics just shoot out of the base. And uh, when you turn the lightsaber on, plasma gets, uh, or there's a heat source in there, an energy source in the, in the base that shoots the plasma out. And, uh, and through the electromagnetic field, you get a nice three-foot blade. Now, this actually solves the the problem of, of like, two lightsabers hitting each other, you know? Because, like, because of the ceramic, uh, ceramic electromagnetic uh, material, <clears throat> um, that will stop these lightsabers from going through it, and it solves the problem of it being able to cut through almost anything, because this plasma would be incredibly hot, like, thousands of degrees. Well, I don't know, thousands, but essentially, like, hot enough to melt, like, most things. Now, the problem that he had was... Uh, <laughs> was how do you get like that much it's energy? it's like i'm back at university plasma. <laughs> listen man i'm i'm on a roll right now no stop yeah, don't stop <laughs> me <laughs>
2: so so not stop me but the problem are you taking is, notes i right? like, need the notes after this
3: <laughs> yeah can i can i borrow your <laughs> notes you later for, like for like the exam yeah, uh, <laughs> it's
4: like, my attention so span's like... gone
1: already <laughs> okay guys we 're so close dude, but so the only <laughs> problem would be to get enough energy because the amount of energy to get a three foot blade of plasma a three foot long blade of plasma would for some his calculations figured it would it would be the enough energy to power a small city <laughs> so this is a lot of energy you 're talking about sticking into the base of a lightsaber just put it in but your pocket, but apparently through some properties of like carbon nanotubes, yeah, yeah, put it in your pocket, but apparently through some properties of like carbon nanotubes and they're like conductive capabilities and the energy storing capabilities or something i don't know it was possible to get this much energy in these carbon nanotubes in the base to power this little, this lightsaber for a certain amount of time i forget it's not like infinite but but essentially that's how close he got to getting a lightsaber today
2: is there a prototype that's cool or is it all on paper uh no
1: no he no this was all a thought experiment oh uh, no, well, built anything. sad yeah dude i wish uh I wish something would have happened. Who's who's phone keeping the the, the next best thing is are. (laughs) No, but the next best thing are these uh, are these lightsaber toys that we can all buy, and uh, did you guys know (laughs) that they are actually like lightsaber fencing leagues and stuff like yeah man. No. Yes, yes, they exist, and people dress up as Jedi's and Sith, and then they go and fence each other with lightsabers so I went
3: for a secret cinema in London over here for like a Star Wars where they kind of if you don't know what secret cinema is to get like a massive hangar and like turn it into a hangar into Tatooine and you walk around and there's like characters there and stuff or whatnot and you spend like an hour or two over there and then like at the end there's like an interactive show and then you watch the movie but the funny shit was because like I went there dressed quite like normally I was supposed to be like a Jedi or something but I was poor effort on my part but there's people dressed like properly and there were like these seven people that had lightsabers and we dressed like proper Jedi, like, and they were having like lightsaber fencing battles. Do this. Like, awesome. I'm not even kidding. Like, this was like hardcore. Like, people were watching around them in, in a circle and clapping, and they were doing all these crazy stunts and stuff. I spoke to one <laughs> of the guys. Like, yeah, we've been practicing for this for a while, so yeah, it gets real. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah man. So and cool.
3: You just spend like five
1: minutes on YouTube, and you have thousands of these lightsaber uh, fencing videos battles yeah and and so so the thing is you can't just use like an off-the-shelf lightsaber to do fencing in real life man There are actually special fencing lightsabers which
3: are significantly more expensive
4: what yeah
3: yeah there's they can the market handle... for
4: this that that makes me happy <laughs> yeah
3: <laughs> that's awesome that's awesome does it make the sound effects so that's the that's the important part
4: that's key right you yeah know? i don't yeah. want a lightsaber for... that doesn't make that noise yeah
1: for an extra x number of dollars they they clash
4: Really? When you hit
3: them, yeah, they do. Oh, amazing! Yeah. Or you can just get your phone up, uh, and you can hold it with the lightsaber, which is what we did for two hours while we were at Secret City. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've, no. have, have you heard of this lightsaber no, game? No, no. That that's a web browser game. Dude, this is the most awesome thing. So, okay, so like, show me. so what's the website today? I can't remember, but it was really cool. The interface of design has a lot of potential.
2: <laughs> it's called light, yeah. lightsaber. The lightsaber dot withgoogle dot com that's the yeah.
3: so okay. essentially light, lightsaber,
2: you can google lightsaber escape
3: <laughs> but yeah, so for every, anyone that's listening it's you use your phone there's an external like uh, object to move a lightsaber on your screen and it mimics the movements of your lightsaber using the uh, the sensors in your phone pretty much. And it's actually quite impressive. There's not much lag, and uh, it was weird, to be fair. It was, it was quite hard, actually. It was quite hard. Like the late, the it was so hard, man. Thing, it was quite difficult, but it was pretty cool. It was quite amazing what they've been able to do with the, the technology we have at the moment.
1: Well I I mean but was it really that hard? Do we expect to like pick up the lightsaber for the first time in our life and just like be boss with it? <laughs> <laughs> deflect all these lasers? I mean <laughs> Yeah. They, I, I, everybody yeah. had to start somewhere, man.
3: Yeah. Overconfidence is
2: key
4: Luke got burned a few times. <laughs>
2: it, it it took Luke a whole it took Luke a whole movie, didn't it? To get go with the lightsaber? Took, oh yeah. It took <laughs> Luke a whole movie. <laughs>
3: Oh yeah. yeah, but this this is okay. This is the thing that pissed me off about the new Star Wars, right? So Luke took a whole freaking movie to be able to fight with people, and then these like two little kids that have never like known about Jedi's or lightsabers or anything, just like start fighting their the Sith Lord or whatever. Uh, at okay, the no, 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 no. First but, of yeah. all, okay.
4: So there's a few things here, right? First You're going to yeah. let me t- yeah, take, yeah, take this. Yeah, Okay, great. So Kylo Ren, emo Kylo Ren, is still like an angsty teenager. He is not like completely in control of the Force yet, right? And I'm going to assume that Rey and uh, Finn are, like, strong with the Force, right? So they just, they know the flow.
3: They're ready yeah, but, to like, the, the the Force doesn't teach you shit. Like, you have to, no, do, you have to dude, control you... the Force.
2: Oh, come on. The Force you is all-knowing, yeah. all-seeing.
3: All yeah, but you exactly. need to tap the Force. Like, Luke had to do, like, upside-down handstands with one hand with, like, frickin' Yoda between his balls for, like, days to be able to actually be able to control, like, a rock. or <laughs> face so uh, you know have, what like they uh, weren't
4: moving stuff they were just like wielding a lightsaber as a yeah.
1: weapon and,
2: and no and they weren't w- using listen, the force Ray, to be fair Rey is like a third generation
1: yeah yeah, yeah I, exactly I mean she is never, she's been
3: doing well her I'm family's gonna,
1: been doing it forever ig-
3: <laughs> Yeah, ignore the, ignore the force right if I give you a sword right now and I say go fence with the fence master you will die oh definitely
4: probably okay yeah. so uh,
1: but yeah yeah but but the problem was Kylo Ren was not a master right and uh, and Ray, well, like if you actually watch it, she isn't like fighting well or like with finesse. She's just trying to like save her life, and uh, and and she the does. other thing is, yeah, and and she does pretty well. I mean, um, I've only seen the movie once, but I felt like that fight scene. Casual. All you know, it, it it kind of was like borderline, but I felt like I could believe but that that, that was fight a scene good existed, point,
4: right? Because no. you're not supposed to think of Kylo Ren as this like super badass Sith. he's like still figuring shit out for himself too
3: yeah but like yeah, if, yeah. if if that movie went down the route where both of them were like just like fumbling around and killed like hurt him by mistake because you know she has the force strong within her and she just got angry and it burst out and something incredible happened and he took the opportunity to smack him at the back of his head type of stuff that would a bit more believable yes fine they could have won uh because kylo ren's not as uh, adept as a Sith lord but if it was kind of like a trial and error like mistake like oh, holy shit I can't believe that just happened let's get the hell out of here type of thing would have been a bit more believable for me rather than like oh you got that stormtrooper now I'm gonna come kick your ass with his lightsaber cause my I'm assuming my daddy is a badass Jedi or something
2: something like that so yeah
3: well we point. still don't know yeah, who her dad, dad is but sure, there's yeah. yeah yeah
1: there's some speculation there I, I, know, um, I know
3: George Lucas we go way back but just, but um, George
2: weird, Lucas story, is but, not li- writing this though no uh, Ka- uh, no, it's not J.J. Abrams has directed it. Um, it's a yeah. it's a what guy was it? who was actually involved in the other movies. Uh, yeah, the first. Yeah,
3: he wrote the scripts uh. with Lucas.
2: Um, but it, it, Kylo Ren was really impressive against all the hardware on the um, on the new Death Star. Like whenever he got upset, <laughs> just tear into it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he, he, he threw a lot damage. of tatris. He did then. some damage. So many tatris yeah <laughs> I mean it like it. what are you supposed to do with a guy like that what are you supposed to do with a guy like that if you got one of these people on your ship it's like yo if you keep like busting through the walls we're gonna have you know a, an atmosphere leak and we're all gonna just get sucked into the <laughs> f- space <laughs> god damn it with your lightsaber he, he
4: throws tangents responsibly I guess we have to believe <laughs>
1: Yeah, so somebody, well, he needs to grow up a bit, I think is essentially what they're trying to portray there. But yeah, man, he's, <laughs> he went
2: off a couple times. Unnecessarily, man. Seriously? Unnecessarily. It was so bad. <laughs> and, yeah. And Finn wasn't good. So. The, the fi- Finn was not good with a lightsaber. He got taken out pretty quick uh, in his fight scene.
4: Yeah, yeah.
2: So, like, yeah. yeah. He, I don't know how much force he has, uh, but I, 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 uh, I don't know. Who knows? That's speculation. Okay guys,
1: I I, I kinda want to do something fun right now. Okay. Like I I, I want us to uh to don't uh, keep it in your pants room. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want us to sing the Star Wars theme together. What the f
2: no, I'm not
1: singing the yeah, Star Wars. Are you ready?
4: expectations. <laughs> are you ready? Come on guys. <laughs> I think That's the I Darth Vader theme would be easier.
3: There's there's nothing left for me, guys. You finished the entire f-ing theme.
1: Oh, come on, man. All right, all right, guys. I'm, I'm satisfied. With our okay, I'm m- glad. I don't m- very mediocre and miserable <laughs> attempt at this. But I'm, but I'm satisfied, I'm satisfied.
2: Yeah, one thing I'd like to go back to just real quick is how difficult space travel seems to be. Like, we seem so far away from actually being able to travel in space like they do in Star Wars. Uh, just reading about SpaceX and Virgin Galactica today, it seems so far away that, you know, we're going to be just jetting around anytime soon.
3: Yeah, I mean, they make it seem so easy in the movies, right? Mm. <laughs> Mar- Mars is like Mars is like <laughs> the next thing for us. Like, <laughs> Mar- yet you know, yet you know it's actually so far away. What's surprising... No, I know. You know, this is this is like this blew my mind. I hopefully, it does the same for you. You know, the distance between the Earth and the Moon, you can fit all the planets of solar system side by side between that distance. Yeah, that's pretty crazy, but, man. Yeah,
4: that's nuts. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but yeah, like I'm pretty sure we're doing like planning like manned missions for Mars in the next uh, decade or so, which would be pretty cool if we uh, terraform Mars and do that stuff.
2: Ah, uh, next week. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, tune well, in for I, the Martian recap. <laughs> 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 yeah,
1: that's it. <laughs> to be honest, I think uh, movie review podcasts have a bigger audience, so I think we should just. Switch. I
4: can attest to this. Yeah. <laughs> Most of the podcasts I listen to. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right, guys. I think we're uh,
2: we're good. Yeah, good job by us. So thanks for listening, guys. Uh, that was Tech Goose Ninja on Star Wars Tech. Uh, you can check us out on our Facebook page at the uh, Tech Goose Ninja. You can check us out on Twitter at Goose Talks, and check us out on SoundCloud and iTunes to find our podcast. Just search for Tech Goose Ninja. Thanks. See ya.